Oh, hell yeah, brother. Welcome to the podcast. Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man. As voted by The Eight Club, the newest series on my second channel, which is called Steve Hates Skating. I appreciate all you guys for being here. Let me shout out a couple of you guys who tuned in live for the podcast right here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle. Dick Maximus, Bruce Wayne, iBook Boy, Paul Miranda, Hide the Lean, North Shooter, Keith Skates, Love My Toe, Paul Miranda, Infamy, Dick Maximus, Dickish Dan, Narcolepsy, Paul Miranda, and Keith Skates. Okay. We're, we made it. We're here. As I look at myself in the camera, I know a person that looks exactly like I'm, you know what? I've said too much. Appreciate you guys for being here, man. We are one hour and three minutes late. Sloth slick. We are one hour and three minutes late. Why is that? Well, guys, I know this is going to shock you. Shocking turn of events. It's been a real, like, um, alcoholic week. And nothing's wrong. Like, it's not like I'm mourning the loss of my best friend. I just, I don't know. I've been in a position to where I don't have to drive. <laughs> my car is fine. But, but for whatever reason, things, Mercury was in Metro laid. And uh, I just, uh, everyone's been driving me around. So here's the thing. I, I say this a lot, like, the main thing that keeps me in line is the idea that I probably might have to drive like that evening. So in that situation, it's like, oh, let's, 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 let's chill. Let's keep it. Let's keep it light. You know, let's, let's chill out. But, uh, this week was, that was not the case for whatever reason on, uh, on Wednesday, Sierra was driving me on Thursday. Uh, fuck. Someone else drove me. And then on Friday, yesterday, Nick Stems drove me. So I, as soon as I'm not driving, it's just like, oh, shit, like time to just throw it all away. And I did that three days in a row, which, uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was a little bit nervous this week and for good reason, because I went to the dentist. So let me tell you guys my dentist story. Uh, scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. First off. You know the dentist is scary. Everyone knows this. It's not a happy place. You you want to know what makes it 10 times scarier? Is when you walk in and the dentist has one of those chef knife sharpeners and they're sharpening some shit. I walked in there this bitch was sharpening some neat needle or like a like a hook, some captain hook and she was sharpening it on a fucking piece of steel and I'm like what the fuck are you doing and she's like <laughs> she knew it too she's trying to intimidate me she's like she <laughs> it's so ridiculous she starts sharpening this fucking knife in front of me and then she's like oh that's she's like oh you don't like that sound and then she just turned around and started sharpening it this way like you just did a 180. I can still see you and hear you. I can see everything. You, you like it's like you didn't just peekaboo me. I can, you you just she's like, "Oh, you don't like that sound of me sharpening the shit I'm about to stab you with?" Okay, I'll just turn sli- I'll turn 90 degrees and sharpen it in another direction. Full full view. And uh yeah, so I thought, you know what's funny? My the way my mind works is um 
my first thought was I never want to be a dentist. And then my second thought was I never want to give people tattoos because it's just you just sign up to to hurt people. You just signed up to fuck someone up, even though you're helping them, right? Because after after the dentist, you go, oh, boy, my teeth are clean. And after the tattoo, you go, oh, nice tattoo. But the person doing that, they must have they must have some sort of like desire to cause pain. They must. And uh, and I know that because <laughs> I know that because there are things that exist in the world that can that can numb the pain, right? There's these things you can uh, how do I explain this? Like a tattoo artist or even even a dentist. They they have the ability to to numb you to where you don't feel any pain. But they won't they will only numb you just enough to where they can cause like a respectable amount of pain. They have the ability to to do zero pain. So do tattoo artists. They have the ability for you to feel nothing. And you could walk out of there smiling, having the best day of your life. But they won't ever let you do that. They want you to feel just enough pain. They want you to be just on the edge of of wanting to leave, right? Tattoos are the same way. Right when you go, dude, this is fucked. And they go, <laughs> five more minutes. And then you wait, and then two hours later, they're done. It's part of their little trick. And dentists are the same way. And then the best part is when you leave and you tell them you have no insurance, they charge you $804. <laughs> that's, that's, that was my favorite part. I was so hyped. I was like, cool. And then I high-fived the fucking dumb bitch behind the fucking window. Sick. Cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Why don't you just fucking stab me? Oh, you did. My mouth. You stabbed me in the mouth. Okay, is, there any more, is there anywhere more painful? Perhaps you could shove a dildo in my ass. And, would that be extra? <sighs> like, I mean, an uncomfortable dildo. I know some of you, some people that 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 would be like a, a good thing. I meant it as a bad thing. Uh, yeah, I think we may have we may have lost focus here. Um, I also recently thought to myself, I wish, I wish I could have been as successful as Tony Hawk or Rob Deerdick or Bam Margera. First off, so that I could finally try Wagyu, which I've. I will never have the opportunity to have the the greatest beef on earth uh, unless the fucking dentist shoves it in my ass. But I thought to myself, I would love to be as successful as these guys just so I could get my own Modelo commercial. (laughs) I'm sure you guys have seen it. Uh, It's just like... Stipe Miokic, uh, two-time UFC heavyweight champion. When he relaxes on his couch, he enjoys the cool, refreshing taste of Modelo. Five cents of every Modelo purchase goes to childhood cancer. And you think to yourself, nice. Nice job, Stipe. Nice job. And then a day later, the commercial is uh, Mr. Cartoon. Uh, he started off doing graffiti and being in a Mexican gang, and now he does haircuts. Modelo. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wh- how did, wait a minute, <laughs> how did it, I'm not motivated. How did you get to that? 
And 5% of every Modelo sale this month goes to the Wounded Warriors. What? Gang? What? (laughs) Oh, man. You know what? They're never going to do a... They're never going to do a Modelo commercial about me. Some washed up fat fucking idiot skater um, did a podcast and wore a bikini on stream and broke a table. And he would have never done that without Modelo. 5% of every Modelo purchase this year goes to um, autism. (laughs) What? Like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Whatever, dude. It's been a, uh, it has been a, a very eventful week. I always tell you guys, sometimes we come on this podcast and I say, I haven't been going out this week. You know, for example, last week I was so depressed. I just stayed home, barely had anything to talk about. This week I've been going out a lot. In fact, yesterday, oh, you guys want to know my luck. I've told you guys a million times that I have the worst luck. Uh, just, just generally. I'm also like, I exaggerate about everything. So don't. Don't ever quote anything I say as truth. I I exaggerate every story to make it more entertaining. But one of the most prominent sports books in Las Vegas had a, uh, I don't know, a big glitch, right? During the Super Bowl. So if you wanted to bet on the Super Bowl, which is legal here, like gambling and sports betting is totally legal here. You just pull out your phone and you bet and you can use one of, I don't know, 10 different apps. And they're all connected to casinos. In fact, my app, if I go to my local bar, that my bar can pay me my winnings. I don't have to go to the casino. I don't have to do anything. I can I can walk up to the bartender, show them my phone, they scan it, and they give me cash. That's how that's how expedited everything is here. So uh, the sports book had a glitch. It went down, and their apology to the sports betters was. Here's $50, but you have to, you have to gamble it this week. Otherwise it disappears. So of course I, uh, yesterday I went to the golden Knights game. One of my buddies got me a ticket, third row closest I've ever been to the action. We were against our number one rival, the, uh, Las Vegas golden Knights against the San Jose sharks, our biggest rival, a lot of fights and, uh, like regionally, they're they're close to us, like you know, within driving distance. So there's a lot of sharks fans. So I go, I go, what a miracle, right? The sports book gave me fifty dollars, and I happen to be going to a professional sporting event. What could be better? And if <laughs> it's so great, let me explain to you, fucking guys. Three games ago, we won five to two, a high scoring game. Two games ago, we won five to two, a high scoring game. Last game, we won seven to two, another high scoring game. So, in my infinite wisdom, I say to myself, what a great, what a great turn of events. I should take this free money and bet it on our main goal scorers. (laughs) When will I ever learn? When will I ever learn? Of course, the first period goes by, 20 straight minutes. And uh, speaking of the Autism Foundation, every motherfucking stupid fucking player on our team became fucking blind and stupid. Sitting in the third row. Never sat that, never sat this close in my life. And luckily, luckily I showed up to the game 
where a, a, a EMP went off and not, and everyone lost control of their fingers and no one could fucking catch a pass. So of course it was the lowest scoring game of the month, and uh, I lost all my money. To be to be fair, to be fair, it was never my money to begin with. It was it was already gone as soon as they gave it to me. I, I I pulled out a lighter and I burnt it. I burnt the bill on fire, like because there's no. It's like there's no. Those things don't happen to people like me. <laughs> like you can, you can't make a smart sports bet and then have the weirdest upset of all time. We had seven fucking power plays. Seven. If the the, the if the ref would have grabbed the puck and threw it into the goal, it it's, it would still wouldn't have helped me. So, of course, yeah, our, our two biggest goal scorers didn't score a single fucking goal. We won the game. So, it was, it was, it was bittersweet. It, it really, like, I, I am just a walking, like, comedy in the sense of, like, the dramatic. How else can my hometown team win and I walk out of the, the, the stadium mad? Let's not forget, I walked out into freezing fucking cold temperatures. But don't worry, it'll be 115 degrees in eight days. I walked out into freezing cold temperatures. Team fucking won. I lost all my fucking money. I'm I'm starving to death. Oh, don't worry, you can have nachos. They're only 27 fucking dollars for, for, for chips, chips made from a tortilla. The most abundant resource on the planet. Yeah, it was it was quite a day. It was quite a day yesterday, man. <laughs> and then and then I got super drunk. Drank it to 11. I complain about everything. I'm not actually complaining. I'm I'm fortunate that I at least have these stories to tell because I'm sure they're they're entertaining or at least fun to listen to. I uh on Wednesday I went to this place called Round One. It's uh it's like Dave and Buster's. A lot of you guys don't live in big cities that have all these things, but basically it's a a big ass arcade, but it's more. It's a big ass arcade with like pinball games and little shoot the basketball into the thing and win a little ticket and oh play Street Fighter over there against your friend. Oh, but there's more. There's bowling. There's pool tables. There's ping pong. There's air hockey and there's a private karaoke room. No, nay, there's four, four private karaoke rooms. Here's my thing. I, I really do have, like, a heart inside of me. I care about people's feelings. This may be hard to believe. And that's why I don't do karaoke. Because I don't want to ruin someone's day with my shitty fucking singing. It's not an embarrassment thing. I'm not like, oh, like, oh, I'm embarrassed because I suck at singing. Oh, no. No, I don't have, I don't care. N- nothing can embarrass me. I'm good on that. I don't want to hurt someone else's ears. I don't want, I don't, see, so listen, let me, let me big picture, let me big picture it. You go to a bar, you buy a drink. Thank you for the, for the Modelo. (laughs) This is going to autism. Thank you for the Modelo. And then you, and then you hand the bartender a $2 tip. And you say, keep the change, you filthy animal. And they go, oh boy, I just got $2. And you just made their life better because you gave them $2. But here's the best part. You're going to buy 10 more Modelos. And every time you buy a Modelo, you're going to give the bartender two more dollars. And that bartender, two times ten is twenty dollars. Now that bartender gets twenty dollars and they get to keep it. And they get to go home. And they get that from every single person in the bar unless I sing karaoke. 
In which case, they say, thank you for the one Modelo. Oh, I'll be leaving now because that fuck ass is singing some shit fucking song. And I don't want to be here because Ninja Lifestyle sucks dick at singing. So the $18 you were about to get, see you later. I'm leaving. That's why I never want to do karaoke. But round one in their infinite wisdom invented a soundproof room where I can do karaoke with three of my closest friends. So, of course, I'm in there. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? La, 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 makes me frustrated. La, 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 and you fall, and you go, and you break, and you turn, and you get what you turn it into. Honestly, and I promise me I'm never gonna find you faking. And now that bartender gets $20. See? Like, there's a method behind everything that I that I do. And what it comes down to is I I, I want to leave this world in better condition than I than I showed up in. Like I try not to litter. So me singing karaoke at the bar is littering. It's I'm just littering like I'm just littering feelings. So instead I can close the door, soundproof it. They even had a light dimmer, dim the lights down and I can sing my stupid fucking songs alone. And I think that is uh, that is the closest we're ever going to get to world peace. The, the idea that I don't have to bother anyone. And I like it. And I had a great time. It was me, Troy, uh, Sierra, and my friend Elliot. And we sang the dumbest, the dumbest songs. And we stayed away from everyone that would have been, like, polluted. <laughs> That's the perfect word. <laughs> That's the perfect word. We stayed away from everyone. That would have been polluted by that noise. So I feel like, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's my gift to society is just me shutting the fuck up and going in my little box. And that's, that's great. I hope you guys, um, I hope you understand that I'm telling a joke right now, but it's, it's, it's real. I, I really do want to not bother anyone. So. Let me tell you another story. You know, I always tell you guys I hate being talked down to. I've never had a bad, like, Karen experience, but I hate being talked down to. In fact, a lot of the time I've ever been in, like, a physical fight is when I feel like I'm being talked down to. Like, like personally disrespected. So let me take that big idea and turn it into something tiny, which is what, I don't know, we all kind of do. It's this micromanagement of, of life. Let me start at the beginning. I was at the bar one day, and uh, four fucking losers walked in, dressed up like Kiss, with face fucking paint and stupid Ali Bulala haircuts, Dustin Dolan skinny jeans, look face painted with with spikes all over their bodies. And my first thought is, oh shit, you guys came from a Halloween party? And they go, no, we're in a metal band. I'm like, oh, you guys look fucking ridiculous. You, you didn't bring a change of clothes, you just... You drove across town after your little metal show and you walked into this bar looking that fucking dumb. That's crazy. So uh, so I got to talking to them and they ended up being like pretty cool guys. It's funny. Band people are the funniest. I yeah, here's the thing. They they performed they performed for a for a packed uh, sold out show of eight people. 
at a, at a bar in the middle of the city. All eight people got in free, I'm sure, because no one would ever pay for their shit fucking music. And uh, they dressed up. They dressed up in their goofy little fucking kiss outfits with spikes everywhere. And then uh, their after party was at Joker's Bar, another real high roller. They couldn't go to Mandalay Bay or the Bellagio. They, they went to the sh- a shitty West Side bar uh, known for old people and lesbian pool tournaments. So, so you know they're high rollers. They go in there, and uh, I get to talking to them, and they ended up being like kind of cool guys. So I followed their band on Instagram. And here's where my point lies. They never followed me back. Why does that bother me so much? I'll tell you why. Because they they thought they were motley fucking crew. 12 million followers. I'm not the coolest guy in the world. I'm just Steve. Steve. I'm just Ninja Lifestyle. I have a podcast. I used to be good at skating. I'm just a lowly, washed up guy. Right? With 66,000 followers, you fucking losers. And you don't have the ability to follow me back. You sold out the front row of nothing for free. And you guys are too cool to follow me back. And I followed them for over a year. And only this morning did I find out they never followed me back. Which is funny because my Instagram is wildly, wildly more entertaining than their stupid fucking Instagram. And you know what it all boils down to? I feel as if I was being talked down to. And then they they don't even remember. They probably don't even remember. They don't even remember. But why does it matter so much to me? I don't know. I don't know. But they have been deleted. Out of my life, out of my mind, and certainly off of my Instagram. Fucking Halloween losers. Um, Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, uh, speaking of the... The Golden Knights thing. <laughs> this this is a funny miscommunication. Super funny miscommunication. And uh, I feel like this happens in everyone's life. But I'm the only one that thinks to, to write it down and talk about it later. So my buddy Sean is a big DJ. Big DJ here. He does like the, I don't know what the fuck you got, like the big raves. He's on billboards and shit. I grew up skating with him and then he quit skating. Then he opened a fucking a poke restaurant with his wife and then just an all around talented guy. So, uh, <laughs> so after the first period of the golden Knights game, I'm telling, I'm telling my friend, Nick, we're sitting next to each other. I say, man, I know one of the guys that drives the Zamboni and I look and I go, Oh, it's not him. He's not working today. And then I look a little closer at the Zamboni. I go, Holy shit. I know that guy on the Zamboni. That's my friend, Sean. And then, the screen goes, oh, let's introduce you to our Zamboni writer of the day, Sean. And I go, I just said that. I just said that. So then I scream like I'm in the third row. I'm like, Sean, Sean. I yell his DJ name, Conrad, Kid Conrad. Hey, it's me. He can't hear me. You know, fucking whatever, 20,000 people in there. Can't hear me. So I texted him. I'm like, I see you on a Zamboni. And then he texts me back. No shit. I say, let's meet up after this period. So uh, so Nick goes, I know that guy. He played football. I went to school with him. I go, oh shit, you know Sean? And he goes, I don't remember his name. But yeah, I went to school with that guy. So I go, oh shit, Nick, no way. Fuck, dude, let's go meet him after this period. 
So uh, the period goes by. We go up there. I go, what's up, Sean? Man, I haven't seen you in like a couple of years, dude. Not since we went to your restaurant. And Nick goes, who the fuck is that guy? And I go, this is Sean. You, you said you went to school with him. You went to school with this guy. Turns out. <laughs> turns out. Turns out there's a Zamboni driver and then a Zamboni passenger. And for whatever godforsaken reason, I knew the passenger and he knew the driver. <laughs> and we, the whole time we're yelling at each other, I know that guy. You know that guy? I know that guy. We're both saying we know the guy. We're looking at two different fucking people. So, uh, yeah. So Nick does not know Sean. And I don't know who the fuck the driver was. We never got that far. <laughs> but it was nice to, to know the guy on the Zamboni, I guess. And also... Another little known fact, my friend Asian John is in some weird fucking street gang, a uh, social club where they all wear leather jackets and carry knives, and uh, I met a guy there who drives the Zamboni, so now look at look at me, look at me, a little social fucking butterfly, social butterfly of the world. Anyways, I, uh, I saw something on Reddit that horrified me. Again, I do have a heart somewhere deep down. I watched a video... Of some poor fucking, (laughs) some poor kid working at Home Depot uh, on a, like a little scissor lift or whatever it was, maybe a forklift or something, trying to get a, a box off of the top shelf and the box fell onto him and crushed him. He's, he's crushed and it didn't look like a very heavy box, but he was a very weak person. So the box is crushing him. And he's stuck on this scissor lift. And I thought to myself, damn, that looks fucking awful. And he's like moaning in pain. And there's some fucking douchebag filming it laughing. And that drives me fucking insane. <laughs> it drives me fucking insane. Um, that this poor fucking kid was trying, simply trying to do his job. And the box is crushing him. And he's yelling for help. Please, someone help me. Please, someone help me. I'm crushed. Like, the box is crushing me. And then the other Home Depot employee is like, fucking lower the lift. Lower the lift. And he goes, I can't. I can't reach the button. And some the fucking douchebag. Some douchebag is laughing at him. He's like, <laughs> that fucking kid is getting crushed. And the kid yells, I'm begging you. He says, he says the words, I'm begging you. Please fucking help me. And it made me so fucking sad at just... um. Just humanity. We got we got one employee that's just like, that's just like, why don't you fix it? Like, he's being crushed, you fucking asshole. And then we got another fucking human being that's just laughing. And it makes me so fucking mad. And all I could think of in my head is like, you know, I'm in my, I'm in my mid-30s, right? I'm not, I'm not a spring chicken. I'm not the most in shape guy, but I promise you I'm able to climb a Home Depot uh, rack. I can put my hand in front of my other hand, climb up it, and fucking help this poor fucking kid making nine bucks an hour about to die for a TikTok view. And no one fucking helped him. And it it drives me fucking crazy. And uh, I've been thinking about that all week. I saw that video on like Wednesday and Every single day I've been thinking about that poor fucking kid. I hope he sues the fuck out of Home Depot for $50 million. <laughs> like, my God, dude. What the fuck is wrong with with people? Like, I get it. The kid's probably not going to die. But he thinks he is. 
like he thinks he's going to die. And no one can fucking help. And he's screaming. He's fucking screaming. You, Home Depot is it's a damn cave. Just, just things echo throughout it. And not a single fucking person helped him. And yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't stop thinking about how fucking much that makes me mad. <laughs> maybe that's why I've been drinking so much. Maybe, maybe I'm just fucking, maybe I'm just still like, it's boiling about that poor fucking kid, man. Feel free to watch the video if you want to be scarred. Like I could watch a video of somebody jumping off the Hoover Dam and blasting their fucking brain across the ground. Cool. Like I've seen a lot of evil shit online. Great. Watch the guy suffocate to death, being crushed by an elevator. Whatever, dude. People die all the time. But this poor fucking kid, no one fucking helped him. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. That, it's not. It's not about the the pain. It's about no one helping. It's not about the kid being miserable. It, like, it, it's about no one fucking helping. It it drives me nuts. It still does. Still thinking about it. Anyways, um, short, short topic. Do you guys remember back in the day? I don't know if they still exist. Maybe, maybe you guys can help me out. They used to have these noise making things that would, uh, that would help you sleep and they would have back. Well, I guess we have YouTube now and cell phones, but before cell phones, you could go to Walmart and buy this box, a little box. It's a speaker and it has buttons on it and each button will make a noise. It can either make a noise where it just goes, then there's thunder, and then there's there's rain, there's rain falling. And then there's one that's rainforest, where it's a fucking stupid frog going, ribbit, 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 ribbit. Who, who the fuck thought of that stupid fucking noise? No one wants to go to sleep with a fucking frog in their ear going ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. No one can sleep to that. And if you do, you're going to end up being a fucking serial killer. You're going to be a fucking serial killer. No. Who thought Jeffrey Dahmer was was created from a fucking frog machine? I, 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 I know it in my head. I can't. Jesus, dude. I don't know what made me think of that the other day. How is that a soothing noise? Would you ever be able to fall asleep in a rainforest with wild animals, bugs, rain, sleeping on the mud with a stupid fucking frog ribbiting in your ear? That's soothing to you? You're a serial killer. You're going to go, you're going to, you're going to murder hundreds of people in your lifetime. You're going to bury them in your basement. You're going to fuck, you're going to fuck their dead bodies. And it's all because these dumb fucking frogs. Jesus, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I swear to you. Who thought of that? The thunder and light. <laughs> cool. Can, uh, what else? Should, can we have school shooting noises and earthquakes maybe? Uh, may, uh, can, can, can you make it the noise of my house burning down? What? Uh, can, maybe perhaps perhaps two wild animals fighting each other with, with their flesh being ripped apart. What else? Like why would that fucking make you sleep? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, baby. <laughs> a baby crying. Oh, Dick Maximus in the chat. A baby crying. <laughs> yeah, no, t- you know what? I'll do you one better. Take that noise of that poor fucking Home Depot kid screaming for help and play that as you sleep. 
<laughs> it's just crazy. So in my neighborhood, we have the uh, the, the corn guy, the elote man. I live I live in Mexico, by the way. <laughs> and uh, every single day, right 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 as the sun starts to set, this guy walks around. He he and he honks his horn. He takes two steps. Goes. I should tell him, hey, bro, uh, when you're done selling corn, can you put that, that horn right up to my fucking ear when I'm sleeping and blow my fucking brains out with your little... Thank you. I, I'd really appreciate that. Oh, just just noises, right? Oh, you, you know what would be even better? Super loud bass. Super loud bass from some fucking... Some skinny Asian kid in a fucking $80,000 car blasting my ears out from three streets away with a stupid fucking sound system. Can you bring that all the way into my room so I can sleep? <laughs> oh, anyways, <laughs> I've been on a roll today, man. I think we're really, we're really killing it with today's podcast. Uh, also on Reddit, I saw a... I saw a, uh, like, security camera. You know how you have cameras outside of your house sometimes? I have two. And um, somebody caught their neighbor picking up th- – <laughs> how do I explain this? Their neighbor picked up their own dog's shit and threw it into another neighbor's yard. Threw it on camera. Like, I picked up shit and threw it. And you say to yourself, ah, you know, I was 13 once. Yeah, sure. I was 13 once. Like, of course, you, you fuck up somebody's house. or throw a rock at the window or put shit somewhere. No, 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 no. 60-year-old woman. <laughs> 60-year-old woman. Just picking up shit, throwing it in their neighbor's fucking yard. What? Other than, like, dementia. What could explain that? Unless they're like, unless they are like beefing, beefing neighbors. So I thought to myself of a story that I once heard. Um, my friend Eddie, <laughs> you're going to love this story. My friend Eddie, um, his downstairs neighbors who were elderly called the police on him because he was eh, he's making too much noise. I think he had a bunch of friends over. I wasn't here for the story, but I, I showed up the next day to hear the, the aftermath. Uh, the neighbors called the police on him for making noise. So he walked downstairs, kicked their door in with a butter knife in his hand and said, if you ever fucking call the cops on me again, I'm going to kill both of you. <laughs> with a butter knife in his hand, probably shit-faced. And they never called the cops again. And although that may have been eh, a little much, It may have been a little much. They never called the cops again. And I thought to myself, if an old lady throws dog shit into my yard and I know where she lives, that story came up. What if I kicked her fucking door in and held a butter knife to her throat and said, if you ever throw dog shit in my fucking yard again, I'm going to walk in here with this butter knife and I'm going to treat you like a stick of butter. I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) Um, yeah, so this, like, this is all hypothetical, but I don't know. I I saw it work one time. I saw it work one time. And, uh, I thought to myself, as I watched this one second video, I had all these thoughts. 
I watched this one second video. I don't even know the story behind it. What if, what if he is the dick? I didn't even consider that. What if he's the dick? What if he has a dog and his dog went on her yard and shit on it and she's simply returning the dog shit? That's a, that's a very logical, very logical thing that could have happened since I have no context. But my first thought was kick her door in and hold a butter knife to her fucking neck. What's wrong with me? <laughs> What's wrong with me, guys? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, in my notes, I simply wrote the words, dog poop throw. That was the title of that joke. Dog poop throw. Anyways, could have been totally logical. Could have been fine. But it brought me all the way back to that apartment on Rancho and Vegas Drive. I know the exact fucking apartment. And, uh... <laughs> And uh, Eddie's Eddie's having his first child this year. <laughs> he he has matured quite a bit. He's he's doing great. I think he lives in Colorado now. <laughs> he's doing great. I'm sure the the old people they're probably dead by now because this was 15 years ago. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it's a happy ending. Great story. Thanks. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video of that guy that sneezes and then blesses himself and then thanks himself? That, that's 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 me. That's my life in a metaphor. This guy goes, "Achoo, bless you, thank you." <laughs> that all, that all happens within three seconds. That's me. Just give myself props. Um, that's all the topics I have for today. I have some movies. Uh, you should avoid. You should avoid uh two of them. I watched a romantic comedy called Your Place or Mine. It was uh, fuck, I don't know. I think it was Ashton Kutcher. And uh, that that chick who was in uh, Walk the Line, I, don't, I can't, I don't know these actors' names. It was just a romantic comedy. It was below average. So if you're considering watching a romantic comedy, I would suggest you not watch the movie called Your Place or Mine. Avoid it. You're welcome. Thank you. I also watched a space movie. Typically not into space movies. I watched a movie with, uh, fuck, I don't know anybody's name, Midnight Sky. It's also on Netflix. I watched Midnight Sky. If you were considering watching that movie, I think you'd have more fun uh, bashing your head into the wall because that movie's fucking terrible. So, space movies to avoid? Midnight Sky. Romantic comedies to avoid? Your place or mine? I See, I make these mistakes so you don't have to. Now, let's talk about a movie that was that was pretty good. Minions, Rise of Gru. I don't think it's new, but it's new on Netflix. If you like animated films, if you liked Despicable Me, and and perhaps Despicable Me 2, if you like the idea of Minions, if you like animated films, I think uh, I think it was great. 10 out of 10? No. It wasn't a 10 out of 10, but easily an 8 out of 10. Uh, certainly worth your time if you like those types of movies. I highly recommend Minions Rise of Gru. Uh, if you remember Despicable Me, the bad guy with the long nose, fuck, fucking, he's like he's shaped like a fucking egg. It um, the movie is about his childhood, so it's like oh, it's like funny and deep and weird and and uh, it makes you root for the bad guy, but the bad guy is actually the good guy. I love movies like that, man. So highly recommend if you have Netflix Rise of Gru. 
if you plan on watching Midnight Sky, I hope that you um, never speak to me again because the movie's terrible. And your place or mine, if you have to watch a romantic comedy, uh, I guess, don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't watch it. Anyways, that's all the topics I have for today. Can you guys all give me a hell yeah so I can shout out those of you who were brave enough to uh, to tune in this late? I appreciate you guys for being here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. And also, please follow my new YouTube channel, Steve Hates Skating. Maybe... YouTube is hiding that, so I made it easy for you for the low price of like four bucks a year. You can go to stevehatesskating.com and uh, and and you'll get there. You'll get there. I'll see you when you get there, if you ever get there. That's Coolio. That's maybe his fourth most popular song. <clears throat> I book boy watched Puss in Boots. Let's go. Hell yeah, I appreciate that. You know that you know one cent of your of your ticket price goes to my friend Gonzo. Shout out to Dick Maximus Scrambles NBD iBook Boy Infamy Love My Toe Prank Monkey Paul Miranda Bruce Wayne Meatball Head Dick Maximus Paul Miranda North Shooter. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I think I think today was a ten out of ten podcast. I think we had some great jokes. We had some real life topics, and um, I don't know. I feel like I got to vent to you guys a little bit, which makes me happy, and it makes you happy. So, uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, don't get in trouble, and as I always say, don't drink too much, but don't drink too little. You ever call the cops on me again? I'm going to treat you like a stick of butter.